0: Top MMA voices Ariel Hawani, Chuck Mindenhall, and Pete Carroll are live on the Spotify Greenroom app for every major MMA card with The Ringer MMA Show. Hear the guys react to weigh-ins in real time and find out what they think of the fights the moment the final card ends. Plus, when breaking MMA news happens, they'll be live to talk to you about it. And if you miss The Greenroom Show, you can hear it as a podcast anytime on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Live bets like 3-Minute Markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available. And listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 years and older. 18 and older in D.C. and present in select
2: states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. Whether it's taking all your little ones to their sporting events or everybody getting together and taking a ride to the beach, the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped for any adventure. With features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Or... Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com.
1: What's poppin'? Logan Murdoch here at Raja, bro. They're real ones. Raja, I gotta get on your head real quick, bro. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta roast the shit out of you right now, bro. This is the... I've been holding on to all my real ones out there for the last month or so. Raja, every single time he gets on this podcast, every time he gets on the Zoom link, this dude, um, it's always the me and Sasha Mack get on the Zoom call. And we always just expect a text now of just like, hey, I'm going to be on there in a second. This fucking computer's fucking up. And this happened <laughs> a month ago. This, that happened a month ago. Oh, my computer's messing up. All right. So I get it. he gets one of his kids' iPads or something like that, or he gets his kids' laptop or something like that, right? Shout out to all my, my little homies over there in Florida. Shout out to all my little homies that are helping out Raja, their father, fucking get his shit together. But the reason why I'm roasting him is because every week he gets on this Zoom call, he says, fuck this shit. I'm going to go get me a little laptop. I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of this <laughs> I'm going to get me a laptop. And we're like, and he always makes a point to say before, And then after the pod. And he says, I'm leaving right now. I'm going to go get a laptop. I'm going to Best Buy. I'm going wherever I'm going. I'm going to get a laptop right now. I'm getting one. Right now. And every week, the next time, it's 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 the same thing. It's Raja. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, I'll be down there in a second. Or it's some, or it's kids' iPad, or or he's taking away his kids' electronics so he can do this podcast. Everybody we need you guys. First of all. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. No. We need. Hashtag get Raja a laptop or hashtag get Raja a computer because we need to get him online. What's up, Raja? What's going on? What, t- explain done? yourself. You fi- I'm you're done. finished?
2: I'm finished. I was just a little, I'm just steamed. What's up? First of all, my children are in school. So no one is, <laughs> no one is going without a laptop because dad is using their laptop. Let's, <laughs> let's be clear. We're not taking anything out of a child's hand for this. <laughs> Secondly, and all my people, if there's some listeners out there that have children, they would know. Every time I say that to you when I'm leaving this pod, I genuinely mean I'm about to go get this, this new laptop or desktop right to Best Buy. Yep. And in between me getting off of this pod and uploading it to Sasha Mack and getting in my car to go, yeah. life gets in the way, bro. And I'm, there's just shit to do, right? Like, my wife is like, hey, we need to do that. Or, hey, you got to run over and pick up this kid. And I swear, every time I leave, I mean to do it. And it yeah. just gets in my way, dog, So I haven't done it. And so you are correct. And I allow you your rant. But I, I'm not just—it's not just for effect. I really mean to go get it, and then I just never get to it. Also, this is something I—I
1: I have made this rant with Rogers' permission. I have given him room to breathe on this one. I have said I when he came up on his child's laptop today, I was like, "I, I we, I get." I can't do it. We have to, we, the people have to know. The people have to know. I'm tired of keeping this from them. They have to know. So, hashtag Ra- get Roger Computer all on, all on Twitter. Everybody, you guys just check in, bully Roger to get in a computer, or just, you know, just honestly, or I'm sure Roger would be fine with this. Buy Roger Computer. He'd be cool with that. If cool. you just bought him a MacBook and a whole uh, Apple desktop, he'd be fine with that. Either way, let's get Roger Computer. There we, we go. Not look- I was
2: raised not to look the gift horse in the mouth.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, we're kidding. We're good. We're good. Um, <laughs> so, there was... Uh, what I do want to start this podcast off, though, on a serious note, is uh, last last episode, we talked about Sarver, we talked about the Suns, but we were trying to talk about the Celtics, and that's something that me and Raja wanted to talk about going into last week's pod. Raja bum rushed and was like, yo, we're going to talk about the Celtics. I don't care. I don't care how serious this pod is. We're going to talk about the Celtics. But I really wanted to... Raja and I are really passionate about what the, the Celtics are going through right now, and I really wanted to talk about um what 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 is going on within their organization right now now they beat the Mavericks last night, which was is a big one um but it still doesn't change the, the the fact of what we feel about the Celtics and what they're going through with Jalen Brown and jason tatum and how they are working through some things and um how are working on through the offense now i was i was at um i was talking to a to uh to a scout recently. And uh was just talking about, you know, you shoot the shit when you go to a game and you just shoot the shit and you talk to people about, you know, just the shit. Mm-hmm. And um the Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum got got uh brought up. And he, you know, it's probably um revisionist history, right? But he was like, I always told fuckers that Jalen was better than J- J- uh, Jason Tatum and I always did that, right? But it came into an interesting conversation where um Jason and we both love Jason Tatum, you know, we both love both of these guys, but how Jason Tatum may have been like, you know, a, uh, may have been a beneficiary of the school that he went to and Jalen not so much because, you know, Jalen went to Cal and, you know, he was able to get, it, it was some good and bad. Like Jalen was expected to, Jalen was, probably got a little bit more at whereas Jason was expected to contribute right away and he did against LeBron and that has probably helped him out in the long run because he was able to do that so early in his career um, but what I want to ask you, uh Raja is is there really a difference in either one of their games like why do we probably think that Jason is the overall is probably the better player if you look at it on paper as and he probably and Jalen will probably get overlooked what is the reason behind that what do you what do you see with, the, with that
2: partnership that's a good question I think there is something to where Jason Tatum went to school. And I think Jason Tatum was more polished when he came in than Jalen sure. Brown. So he was more NBA ready. He could step out there and and, you know, fans can see that. Like you can you can see the results. So your eyes are telling you, yeah, he's, you know, he's producing. He's a better player. Um I also thought Jalen Brown had a super high ceiling. I didn't know what that was. And I wasn't ready to say he was better than Jason Tatum. I'm still not, but I thought he might have a higher ceiling in terms of growth just because he he wasn't as polished coming in, right? And so if you're taking two things that have an almost equal ceiling and one of them is already closer to it, then the other has more room for growth. Um, and so I think that's kind of where Jalen Brown was early and Jason Tatum was just a little more polished and ready to go. And Jalen has continued to you know, round out his game and get better and better. And he's closed that gap. And so now you're sitting... There, with Jason, you know, fractionally behind him in points scored per game. Jalen Brown is the better field goal percentage shooter and three-point shooter right now in this season. And that's a great problem to have. Like, in theory, I got these two great wing players averaging 22-plus points per game earlier in their careers. Um, But things have to be worked out and roles have to be defined and, you know, people have to be on the same page and about the same things. And I'm not saying they're not, but, but if they're not, you know, you could wind up with some bumps in the road along the way. I do wonder, um, because I was just looking this
1: up, uh, I was just looking this up cause I, I covered, um, I covered, uh, Jalen at his, a little bit at his year at Cal. And I remember, uh, you know, just a really, really so smart cerebral dude at a really, really smart cerebral college. Right. And, but Before that, he was going to public schools, right? And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with public schools. I'm a product of public schools. But you don't have as much resources as a private and all these private institutions, right? So, like, I looked at Jason. He went to a college prep school and went to to Duke, which is all about basketball, right? right? You talk about Coach K and you talk about um, you know, everything that Duke stands for, and then going to a college prep school. And I don't really know what about it. I know he went to college prep school in um uh, it's St. Louis. Uh Jason did. And by by and large, you would have more resources at a private school than a public school. And I'm trying and I'm wondering, does that play a part in this? And I'm and because you're able to go to a basketball factory like Duke, whereas um uh, Jalen went to a a very, you know, I went, you know, Sasha Mack, you know, she knows about this. went to Cal Berkeley is a, is an institution of higher learning. That's what it is. And I do wonder, does that play effect in your basketball development? Um, Whereas Jason was able to get success early on because he went to a, uh, a school like that, where that prioritizes basketball at all times. Whereas, you know, Jalen went to a school that I know this being in the Bay Area that prioritized schooling over, over athletics, do you do do you, is there a difference there in, in in the way that they were brought up to whereas like Jason gets more um gets success earlier and you know Jalen kind of has to like kind of like work his way into that?
2: Yeah, I I think that you it definitely plays a a role. Um, just because you don't just because you go to a school that doesn't prioritize basketball like Duke doesn't mean that you can't come out and be. Phenomenal basketball player. I mean, I mean, Jalen. Jalen is, is super, proof of that. They're, they're super. I mean, uh, there are a lot of NBA players that did yeah. go to Duke, and they're proof of it. But the point is, what, what you have at Duke that you might not have at a at a Cal. Um, I can't speak for facilities. I haven't been in either one of their facilities. I can talk about. I can talk about like your your resources outside of the facilities in terms of um, um, alumni and the people that you get to play against in the summers and the pros that have gone through Duke that come back, you know, to, to impart wisdom on some of the the freshmen and sophomores and the, the, the current student, you know, athletes at Duke, like those are real things, you know, when every day in your gym in Cameron in the summer, you're locking horns with, you know, former Dukies that are now pros, um, that doesn't exist at every college. Like, I don't know that Cal Berkeley can say that. And so steel sharpens steel in some respects. And, and so I think that those type of things would give you um, an advantage if you were a player at Duke. You know, not for nothing, I'm going to segue just a little bit. Like my son is at a, at a football factory right now at American Heritage. And people always ask me, like, you know, he could be starting, you know, as an eighth grader at, at a small school and getting numbers. And I'm like, yeah, but, you know, he, he plays against five stars in practice every day. Yeah, those those kids like Earl Little Jr. and and Jacoby, Spells and Marvin Smith Jr. Those are five star kids. They're going to end on a sideline on any given day. You've got Pat Surtain Jr. You've got Sony Michelle, and you got guys like that that are playing the NFL. Like those experiences and what that does for him, you can't quantify that. Now, I'm not saying that that's going to make him a great player, but it certainly doesn't hurt when you've got those kind of resources around your facility and a Jason Tatum is playing against those guys in the summertime and stuff like that. So I also tend to think, and I didn't follow them as high school basketball players. I think Jason Tatum was just a more polished high school player than Jalen. Jalen was more um, athletic um, potential. Good good player, but still a little raw. I remember watching him and covering the draft a little bit, and it was like, man— Incredible upside in terms of an athlete and potential player, but still kind of raw. What he's done is what you hope all aspiring NBA players at any level do. He put his head down, he set himself goals, and he just grinded until until he started to see you know the the work pay off.
1: I remember uh, it's funny you said about your uh, about your kid because I remember um, I remember your your kid is on the other side of where I was at as a as a as a child playing football and when i played i played at berkeley high and like it was a public school but like we prioritized like art the arts and shit and like and and um those we just happen to have a good football coach, but then you juxtapose that with like a De LaSalle. I'm sure you've heard of De LaSalle. Yeah, sure. And um, um and they're in the same we played against them, they beat the shit out of us when we played it because they were a ba- a football factory. They yes. you go to that place to play football. And there's a different attitude when you go to a place to play football as opposed to going to a school because it's a good school. And um, and it's also like even in life, I remember, like when I when I come to when you come to the ringer, like shit, you gotta um you got New York Times bestsellers when you as, as a uh, that's hosting a podcast and stuff like that. So it's a different expectation than Absolutely. just psychologically than when you're going to another another place. Right. And so I do I do feel that it's funny because like when I watch Jalen Brown's journey and I see what it is, you know, who he reminds me of and I want to get your opinion on this. Jimmy Butler. Um maybe not maybe not a guy like I think Jalen got his success earlier on and he was able he only he didn't go to school as, as as much as Jimmy did and go through the things. But what I think when I think of a guy that um, you know, when we saw Jalen Brown the first few years, it was like, oh, a super role player like, i'm not I don't think that i'm I'm saying anything out of pocket by even bringing that up, but like he was like you know he plays great defense and maybe he'll just be a really great great role player for a long time. and so but to see him do this now, you're like, oh shit. Now we got to pay attention to this dude, and I, I'm really curious to see how his career
2: ends up. What do you What do you think about that? I said it. I don't know if I was on one of our pods, or if it was at the last place I worked. But early on, I said I wasn't sure whether Jason Tatum ultimately was going to be the better player than Jalen Brown. I still don't know. I'm not going to sit here and act like I can tell you. Jason is a boy. He he yeah, nice. absolutely, He's absolutely. Nice. Yeah, that's not throwing any shade. Like I I I just they're they're both really, really good. Um I think it's not a it's not a bad comp. It's not a bad comp. I think he's more explosive than, than Jimmy Butler athletically. Um, but Jimmy just has that shit that like you can't put your finger on. I mean on, mindsets you know? though. I yeah, think like mindset. Yeah. And I'm because with you I, on that. Yeah. He he he's not he looks like he's not taking no for an answer from 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 anyone, you know? Like that's you you tell me I can't be a star in this league? No. You know, you're going to tell me this can't be my team. No, and that's where we get into that's where we get into the conversation about the Celtics right now as a team. And from what I can see during games, it appears there is at least under the surface a little struggle for whose it is. And I hope I'm wrong because I'd love to see those two. You know, but I don't have many examples of. Championships. I mean, even like, let's use KD and Russ because KD and Russ is a, a decent one, right? Mm-hmm. KD and Russ is a decent one, like two superstars um, that played together, you know, for a while at, at kind of the same point in their careers, right? Yeah. But how'd that end? It, it's and also funny because, like, when I think of
1: we're going on a whole tangent. And that you know, might not be a, fair. A, a real one special. We're just doing a real one special now. We're just going off on tangents. When I, th- like, when you think about it, out of that Katie and Russ thing, who really won out of that, man? Who really won out of both of those people? Like, both of those dudes, if you were to think about it. I mean, clearly you could say that Kevin won because he fucking got the titles and things like that, but, like, who really won that? Uh, Well, that's a conversation
2: for another day, but, like... No, I mean, that's, yeah, that's another conversation, and I don't really mean, I just, I, I just mean it in terms of it's difficult sometimes for two players at, at the point in your career where you're still trying to make your mark and the priority is still I want to be the greatest because almost every player in the NBA of a certain level comes in and says I want to be one of the greatest players of all time
1: only very few and they're special too that are saying like I'm just gonna be a role player and I'm gonna
2: figure out my role those yeah. are
1: special players like you're you're living no, proof like that is I, a great thing that's not even this yeah
2: it is and you need them and they're and they're integral to the success of teams like we've been over that before but but you you're know,
1: conditioned sh- to think like yo I need to be the best you know, of, yeah, of, of you all figure, time
2: you figure that out right like you figure that out if you're a me that you're going to yeah. be a supporting cast member in the production, right? Those yeah. guys all are conditioned to be like, I want to be one of the greatest of all time. It's what makes them special, and, and uh, amongst other things, but certainly part of the recipe. And so, when they're still at a point in their career where that's the priority, or trying to figure out how close they can get to that, if they've got their peer with them, sometimes that can, you know, the two agendas can get in the way, and it's no one's fault. It's just the nature of of a competitor, of someone who who has worked their whole life. In, in 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 pursuit of this greatness. Like, it's not to say anyone's selfish or anything like that. It's just human nature. The question is, like, at what point do, do you guys figure out, hey, th- that's going to be in contradiction to what we're trying to do as a team. Like, if that's going to be our agenda, it may wind up hurting what we're ultimately trying to do as a team.
1: Now, that's an interesting point because both of these dudes, at least right now, I can only speak to it, from what I see from afar. But it seems like both of these dudes want to be the guy. I remember, like, when I said, like, I covered Jalen back in the day at Cal, and um, I remember him just always saying, like, I want to be the best. I want to be the best. He would fucking practice after every game in at Haas Pavilion because there was, if you ever know anything about Cal, they don't have a designated basketball, like, place where they that's just their gym. You know how at um, Duke or all these big colleges, like, you just have a key card, go right in. Cal didn't have that, but he would practice and really just be like, I want to, I want to be the best. And I didn't, I didn't know if that was, I just saw it in his eyes. I didn't know it was going to be like all this, but you see that. And then you see Jason Tatum, who was like, bro, he was anointed as the next Celtics dude. He's the next Celtic, the next great Celtic. Where does this lead? Does somebody have to get traded? I think we talked about this before in the last episode, but I am veering towards if it goes this and they can't find like cohesion, and I'm not saying they can't find also Jalen Brown is out for one to two weeks with a hamstring. So we'll see how that plays into some some things. But I don't know if this could last. These are two young kids. Can they can they just like coexist? Like what 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 do we do? How does this work?
2: Yeah, I think for now, i mean, you're not trading either one of those guys right now. They're I nah. mean, first of all, even if you were inclined to I don't know that you can tell which one is the right one to trade right now, but I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't think you needed to. You you would need to trade one of those. I will say that Jalen Brown being out for one to two weeks. I mean, while that just sucks because you don't want to see any player hurt and you don't want to see him without him for their chemistry and for figuring out what this iteration of the Celtics looks like, that's going to be tough, right? Because now you cast Jason Tatum right back in the role of this is my show, and yep. then Jalen Brown comes back and he's like, well. No, I mean, I'm back. And so here we go. But I, I think, you know, it's going to ultimately determine probably, you know, Eme's fate with the Celtics and to some degree, Brad Stevens' fate, fate with the Celtics. Um, whether or not they can get these two um, to a place where, where their talents are translating into wins. Because I want to be fair to them. I don't know that this is happening. This is just me watching and and saying, man, these are two great players that seem to like, it seems to be a sort of tug of war. They may be cool as hell and, and, and ain't nobody tripping off of that, man. We look, you know, it could be really cool, a copesthetic behind closed doors. I don't know. But that's going to be the, you know, I think Ime is going to have to get in there and, and you know, we're going to have to talk that out. We're going to have to have these tough conversations. The team is going to have to have tough conversations about sacrifice and about, you know, about what ultimately we're we're looking for out of this. and there's got to be a lot hashed out. And I think that'll, you know, determine to some degree, whether or not people are there long-term. I don't think you have to trade them though.
1: Yeah. No, I I, I think the thing that they, that both Jalen and Jason have good going good for them is, uh, by and large, and I can speak from experiences right now, but by and large, both two good dudes, two good dudes, right? Like they just want to win. It's more of just like the environment that it is. They both want to be the best. That's, not a bad thing to want, right? From out of your players, it just it's just is what it is. So, I think it'll be fine. But it's—it's it's, it's interesting to see it during this time and really just talk about this because it also where the Celtics are right now, right? Because they drafted—they drafted almost too well with this, right? Like they all—you right. know—you got—you got a Marcus Smart who's a really good player in his role, who's a leader on the team. You got Jason Tatum who has the potential to be one of the all-time greats. You have Jason Tatum who was down all of a sudden like, yo, no, fuck that. I have the opportunity to be one of the all-time greats. And it's just what makes, what I see when this, what makes NBA players special is what also can make it not work out. So I think that's what you're seeing in Boston. We There's just so many unknowns that nobody can really answer right now.
2: Yeah, it'll be, I mean, it'll be, fun. it'll ultimately, I imagine, work itself out. There's a lot of talent there. I think, the other part that I didn't touch on was just the duplication of skill sets. You, you know, you have two guys that are trying to get it the same way, and that sometimes can make it even more difficult to coexist, you know?
1: We're also seeing that on a bigger level, like with uh, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. One of them is injured, but, you know, you see how, that try, that, that how hard it is to still try to coexist between two yeah. players with similar skill sets. Let's, uh, let's take a quick break. And um, you know what? I put my foot in my mouth earlier this season. Uh-oh. I'm going to tell you what happened. Mm. Raja, in the beginning of the season, I had I had zero f- faith, absolutely zero faith, in the Washington Wizards, the Washington Almost Hornets. I mean, uh, oops, the Washington Almost Bullets. My bad. Um, and I, you know, anything I, I was remember we had, we even put a campaign. We did a whole podcast episode, basically telling Bradley Beal. You need to leave. You need to get up out of there. You need to go to Golden State. You need to go anywhere else. You need to go to Portland. You need to go wherever they will have you. You need to go to the Knicks wherever. You need to go somewhere else. You need a new start. Now the Wizards are 7-3. and three. <laughs> We're like, yo, Kyle Kuzma ain't going to help you play You know, KCP ain't going to help you play her. Montrez Held ain't going to help you play her. That's not a championship roster. Listen, man. At least momentarily, I still don't think it's a championship roster, but they're good. That's a good team. It's a good basketball team. Raja, how, was, I, was I wrong? What, where was I wrong in this one? Do I need to put my foot into my mouth? Do I need to like just reevaluate how I look at the game? Or what's going on right now? Or is it just too early? Is it 10 games? Let's just be
2: chill. I think we should chill because it's 10 games. But, 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 sir, allow me to double down on the apology. Washington. Okay. Oh, wow. Wow. I apologize. Bradley Beal, to some degree, saying that a championship um, wasn't going to be attainable in Washington um, had to probably be a reflection on, on him as a player, even though I didn't mean it that way. And so I apologize to you as well, right? Because while on paper, you don't seem to have a like a hellified cast of characters. I, mean, I like Montrezl Harrell, Spencer Dinwiddie, Kyle Kuzma, KCP, like good players, but certainly doesn't have a a Batman, uh, a Robin to his Batman. Um, they're sitting at seven and three. And so I apologize. My bad. Um, I also would say, like I said, to start, it's 10 games in. It's early. Um, I'm just trying to figure out because I, I haven't seen him play much. Again, I'm looking at the stats. Nothing's really popping off the page at me in terms of, you know, points. Montrez is, you know, almost 18 a game. Spencer Dinwiddie's doing his thing. 16, Kyle, six, I mean, 14 a game with like eight or nine boards, like decent numbers. Nothing staggering. You know, and even Bradley Beal's down at 24 a game. He's at 30 a game last year. So I'm, you know, what's going on? Nothing's popping off the page. But they're defending, they're scrapping, you know, and they're doing things like that. And Wes Unsell Jr. a hey, shot out. Like something's working. And so I gotta, I gotta give love and I apologize. So here's the thing though, man. Like,
1: and I wanted to go strength the schedule, but I can't even do that. They beat, they beat up Toronto. Um who is six and five? They beat fucking, um, they went in to Boston and beat Boston. Mm-hmm. Beat Atlanta. Beat Atlanta. Yep. Um, fucking Memphis last and Milwaukee. night. They beat Milwaukee last night. Like, dude, I got it. Listen, tip it of the cap. I got it. Tip of the cap. But. I still don't think that they're. I, I'm gonna double down on the fact I don't think they're a championship team. I think that they have really good regular season players. That's I think they have really good regular season players. I do. I think that Kyle Kuzma is a. You know, we we you know how we we've talked about Kyle Kuzma on the Lakers. We know about this, but I think it's a great role to just have him with less pressure, bro. And like, I didn't appreciate how much pressure Lakers have on them. Right, every single possession. I'm in like two Lakers group chats. <laughs> bro, every possession, and I'm included in this, every possession is just very, just real. But mm-hmm. here, you know, Matras Harrell was also in that mix. He doesn't have to deal with that. He's fucking averaging 18 a game doing his thing. Like, I'm looking at Kyle Kuzma rebound, had a 17 rebound game, dude. Have like, nine and a half
2: boards. They're rebounding.
1: Bro, it's a good story. Now, is it going to lead to what Brad, what I've like, Everything I see about Bradleyville, just his actions right now, great basketball player, wants to win a title, but I think he wants to win a title as the guy. And that's okay, right? It's fine. I don't like because if he gets traded, he's not gonna be the guy, no matter what. No matter how good, even if he's better than the guy. He's not the only person that I think remember just being the guy after getting signing, um, signed to another organization was LeBron. Right? Where he was that with with Dwayne Wade, like even Kevin Durant wasn't considered the guy in the Bay Area when he was with the Warriors, right? And he's Kevin Durant. He's one of the best of all time. He should have been. He's the He was the best player on the team. He was. You see my Talk face? Cons-
2: What's you look- yeah, no, no. You're right. And for, I those who can't, you. for those who can't hear this face, I'm making, give yeah. me the suck teeth noise, <sniffs> hey. whatever. No, hey, I'm talking
1: about, no, 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 no. I'm talking about how he's perceived. Kevin Durant was the best player on that team. And I've said all that. Right. I've said that by and large every single time. I'm talking about how he is received in the Bay Area. I got sir. you. I got you. And I love You Steph. feel no me Steph, but come on, we, yo.
2: We love Steph. Steph loves you. Steph loves you. No, that's my, I got, yeah, I got mad yeah. love for Steph. But, but that's Kevin DeRay. But I'm I saying hear it's, you hard, though. I it's you. hard
1: to go into another person's place where it's like, it's like going to somebody's house and saying, this is my house.
2: Absolutely. So, and not for nothing, to your point, even when LeBron came to Miami, it Was an adjustment, right? It, it wasn't LeBron's right away. This was Wade County.
1: It's still Wade County. It's still right. Wade County.
2: Right. Now LeBron actually you know, LeBron wound up taking it over and doing what he did. But I mean but when there he was left, a lot of pushback. Dog.
1: But when he left, dog, it's still Wade. Look, you, you you in you in Florida right now. It's still Wade County, ain't it?
2: Yeah, that's like I got mind control over Debo.
1: Exactly. When he comes you around. Know, I'll be quiet. It, it's Wade County. It's Wade County, again? but like Udonis Haslam too. Let's show my whole my all my respect to, to Miami and all Miami <laughs> partners down there. It's, you know, it's, it's like you still gotta go a couple tiers before you get to like LeBron's thing of Miami there. Like let's keep it a so buck. This is true. This is true. Um, but like I, I with with Bradley Beal, like I think that, you know, he got a few more years, I believe, to where he's just gonna be like, I want to win it at my time win a title on my terms, but then it's gonna go into I wanna win a title.
2: Yeah, and he, yes, I mean clearly And we're seeing that also
1: like with Dame too. Like Dame, I'm I'm seeing stuff happening in 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 Portland. And I'm like, oh, hey, you might wanna you might wanna rethink this play. <laughs> you might want to yeah. rethink
2: what's going on right <laughs> now. But well, Bra- yeah. as far as the Wizards are concerned, I think you know, Bradley's desire to win a championship as as the guy and do it in in Washington. Um you've you've started laying the foundation for that with with and now it's early again I'll just say it's early and I don't believe this roster to win a championship but if you guys have a really productive season um you know you're in the middle of the pack in terms of playoff teams you you know it's a great basketball area you know that that DC you know Maryland Virginia area up there like it's a phenomenal town sleepy sleepy low key one of my favorite Like places to visit, like as an NBA stay in that Georgetown uh, area. Oh, yeah. Love that area. Um, But anyway, you've laid the foundation as a team to maybe attract what you would need to get over that hump into the into the title conversation, which is other stars. D.C. is
1: such a fun city, too, bro. Like, I'm just trying to figure out, like, why people want to go to D.C.,
2: man? Well, because it's been dysfunction. Like, it's been... Is it's that been why?
1: Because dis- I feel like if they were functioning, like, people would want to go there. It's nice. There may be other things,
2: but, I mean, certainly, you know, players look around and say, Oh, that's, you no, know, that's that's kind of messy. D.C. is just like, what a cool-ass
1: city in general, though, right? You go to D.C., you feel the vibe. Like, it's just... Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: So I mean, I guess what I'm saying is if you, if you, you know, if you play this out and you guys wind up being middle of the pack Eastern Conference team, playoff team, I don't know, you win a round, maybe you don't, but if it's solid and and the coaching staff seems to be the one that needs to be in place, and you've got you've got a skeleton frame, like you've got a good roster. The bones are there. You're gonna need to bring another piece in, but you've started to lay laying the foundation for that.
1: Yeah, I like this team. I think that they're, they might be middle of the pack. They still, they, you know, they might just go into the playing game, but if they make it to the offs, like, we're good. It don't even yeah, matter. We're like, yeah, we're straight. we This episode is supported by State Farm. Man, I remember when I first got into a car accident, it was pure frustration because I did not have State Farm. And now that I do have State Farm, it is an exclamation of pure joy.
2: just for listening to us talk about basketball. Not bad, right? You don't need more than one line of wireless to save. Just switch to Visible at Visible.com and use promo code RINGER20 for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. The Visible monthly rate is $25 per month.
1: Now, I want to bring in... Um, I want to bring our Matt Hooper in real quick. Mm. Now, this Matt Hooper has been really on the Kyle Kuzma way for a long, a very fucking long time. Um and she has been defending Kyle Kuzma
2: for a long time. For a long time, Raja. Yeah. Yeah. Long ass time. Um like get somebody who defends you the way this guest is defending Kyle Kuzma, real talk.
1: Y- yeah. Yes. Just get <laughs> just you need someone that loves you the way this. This Matt Hooper loves Kuzma. Yeah. Um, we got Sasha Mack on the in the motherfucking building. Sasha Mack. Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma right now. He's playing his ass off. And we're probably we're trying we're seeing him in a in a less toxic environment, it seems like. It just seems like he's not. What have you seen from Kyle Kuzma now? And what have we not seen this whole time from Kyle Kuzma that we're seeing now? What's 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 been the change?
0: The change. Um, I just have I just have a rant. I don't okay, have to all answer right. all well, these questions.
2: She's not, not here for any questions. <laughs> just say it like no, just say even better. Go I'm ahead. not here for none of that <laughs> bullshit. Go go, Just ahead. rant.
1: Rant. <laughs> Sasha Mack. has been holding this in for a long time.
0: I just think it's funny that every season with the Lakers, first of all, which is every season for him, it's just hate. It's just hate. All we have is hate He's an easy target for whatever reason because he wears a fur coat or whatever. You liked it when Magic did it, but when Kyle Kuzma does it, Mm -hmm. you, you hate it. So I'm just saying, there's hate. There's been hate. There's always been hate. People don't like the way he dresses. They say he's trash. He can't play defense. That he's, I don't know, what else? They just hate him. They call him all kinds of names on Twitter. They call him all kinds of names everywhere. Anytime there's anything about Kyle Kuzma on the internet, You look in the comments. Go take a look in those comments. That's one of the most toxic waste areas of the internet. If you look on any comments section or replies of anything about Kyle Kuzma, you're going to find some homophobic comments. You're going to just find absolute just toxic mess in those replies. For whatever reason, he really triggers NBA fans. He just triggers them. and I don't know what it is because I think that he is just super confident in himself and hit the way that he you know, knows he wants to dress. He knows yeah. what he likes. He has Bring a model Bring the blonde girlfriend. hair back,
1: please. Bring he, the blonde please. hair
0: back.
2: Bring the it blonde,
0: back. The, <laughs> the blonde curls. We need it. We need it. Um, I just thought it was, I just think it was so funny that like Lakers fans and everybody else were like, ha ha, like Kyle Kuz was going to the Wizards and the Wizards are going to be so trash because he's trash. And then now it's like, they're doing pretty well, and he's actually like a, a decent, a halfway decent player. And
1: you it's know like, who the Lakers ma- could have used right now? Who could you, the Lakers <laughs> could use right now? Sasha Mack. Who could the Lakers use right now?
0: <laughs> KCP.
1: <laughs> and Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> I mean the Kyle Kuzma, but Really, we <laughs> need <laughs> KCP. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right. I really miss KCP. Um, but no, Kyle Kuzma is averaging fourteen points, nine and a half rebounds, and two assists in the NBA in a stacked and loaded Eastern Conference. There's no argument any longer that he is a trash player. I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear it. Nobody ever said he was a star, okay? Nobody ever said he was a star. I think he got a lot of hate because he was the only player that didn't get traded for Anthony Davis. And a lot of people were like, well, we want a Brandon Ingram," And it was like, well, the reason Brandon Ingram got traded is because he was the best player. And we were getting Anthony Davis back. So everybody just needs to get over that. And they just stop making fun of uh, Kyle Kuzma for having good fashion sense. They just, mm. I don't understand it. Just it seems like jealousy. Just
2: it just seems like a
0: lot of jealousy he has a model girlfriend. I see that people are upset about this. I see it. So just accept accept the L. Kyle Kuzma's good. He's not going to be bad. He's good at defense now. Just get over it. That's my advice.
2: <laughs> there we um, go. Th- all right, fair. It's Thanks, fair. Sasha I <laughs> <laughs> the, the worst thing that happened to Kyle Kuzma was that year when he came out. People projected him. It wasn't his fault. They projected him to be better than he than he was ready to be consistently. Right? Does that make sense? Like, yeah. not even saying like he just he was young. He wasn't ready to carry and play at that level all the time. And people wanted him to be I, I don't know whatever they wanted him to be right now. And he, he just, was on a he terrible
0: team. And so he was able to just go out and get
2: forty. It goes to my point. <laughs> I make like, this point. What? No, real talk. It's it's people ask me this all the time and, about players on bad teams scoring points. And my point is, someone has to score the fucking points. Yeah. So even on bad teams, someone is going to score a bunch of points. That doesn't mean that that player is a max player. It's just he, Somebody got to score him damn points. And so mm-hmm. he was just a victim of 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 to your point being on a bad we see team it and early on bad success. Teams.
1: Like we see this on bad teams a lot. We talk ourselves into dudes, and we then we make them these unfair things about their judgment calls. You know why Kyle Kuzma wasn't sco- wasn't scoring twenty points a game on this team? Because he had LeBron James and AD to pass it to. Okay. Yeah. All right. Leave him alone. All right, I'm sorry. I just, you know, I feel you, Sasha. Like, I was just like, you know, kind of miss Kyle Kuzma in the, like, you know what I mean? I I miss him. He kind of looks out of place, like, you know, like aesthetically in the fucking, (laughs) on the, uh, on the Wizards. That's it. He just looks out of place. I was like, what the fuck? He (laughs) looks good
0: in every jersey. Good for him. I just think that for me, it's, I, I, half of me like wishes that he was going to go to like, OKC or something so that I could watch him get 40 again because he just has like a really fun style like on the court he just is he's just stylish he likes to do ridiculous things like one thing I think Raja that contributed to like everybody projecting him higher like and to be a better player is that he can make really really tough shots like he'll make baskets and you're just like ah! like everybody goes nuts and it gets crazy because he's like on one foot, falling backwards. hook Like one, you know, like yeah. doing crazy stuff and he can make that and you just don't want that to be the shot. You know? It's a tough like, shot maker. stop taking those because you don't want that to be the shot, obviously. Yeah, that's, like,
2: that's like Dion, it's like Dion Waiters. They make yeah. hella tough shots, like, which would lead you, you know, to maybe speculate, oh shit, if he can make that shot, he'll make a lot of shots every night when they're not that shot and sometimes it just doesn't pan out like that.
0: And nah, that's why, like, I think, I think it's been tough. I think it's been tough for him because now he he was on a Lakers team where like he accepted his role and then he still got a bunch of hate from everybody. And it's like, isn't that what you're supposed to do? Is just accept your role? Like he actually did that. Like Deion Weir is the whole thing about Deion Weir is that he didn't do that. That's not his personality. Kyle Kuzma, like he literally did that. He did the thing you're supposed to do. He accepted his role and he worked on his defense. He worked on the fundamentals. He did everything right. And still get mega fucking hate on the internet
1: yeah That's Fuck the internet. i don't get is that, i think that is that what we're talking about is that what we're gonna uh, say yeah. is that like the internet is just okay i don't want to go too just far stay out of your stay out of you your mentions bro you can find
0: anybody saying anything about anyone or anything on the internet so <laughs> you know like
1: you're triggering thank you sasha <laughs> you're triggering me right now thank you so much sasha okay Kuzma. <laughs> thank you so much sasha man um all right, so tonight, let's, let's get into some tonight's games. I am going to all my Sacramento real ones, all my Macramento real ones. I see you out there, bro. I will be at the, uh, the Kings-Suns game tonight, Roger. Uh-oh. That should be fun. I'm really c- excited to see this Kings team up close because we both don't know what the fuck to expect from them.
2: Yeah, I don't have a good beat on that. I Yeah, we're going to find no out. No idea. We're going to yeah, find you're, out.
1: You're going to have to let me know. I'm gonna watch two teams tonight that we have no idea what the fuck they're gonna be in, in a week, two months, whatever. Do you like those games? How do you feel about those games when you have no idea what to think about either one of these teams?
2: Yeah, typically I'm gonna keep it a buck. Like they they interest me, but it's hard for me to it's hard for me to stay interested like much past a quarter sometimes in games like that. Does that make sense? Yeah, sure. I, I it's hard. Like I mean. Cause I don't know that those storylines, like I don't want to invest so much in something that's not going to be there at the end. You know, like I talk about it for like a week and then it's going to go away, you know? So like if I'm watching games tonight, like I'm looking at it, I like, you know, Brooklyn and Chicago, those are two teams I'm going to be talking about. Like those are teams we'll be talking about. Um, The Brooklyn, I mean the Knicks and the Sixers, two teams we'll be talking about, you know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, Charlotte L.A., those. Charlotte Lakers, Charlotte, Charlotte Lakers, man. Yeah, word, right, right, right. You know, it. you can feel me.
1: I feel the vibes. Um, but you also said, um, as Sasha Mack also pointed out, you did say that you pointed out the Kings would be sneaky good this year, and now you're not invested. So all our Sacramento fans, all our Sacramento fans, um, hashtag What the fuck, Raja.
2: No, I can't. Wait, wait. <laughs> I, that's some bullshit. <laughs> like I could say they're going to be sneaky good. That don't mean I want to be tuned in every night to watch. <laughs> Sorry, and man. we're five and five and eight baby let
1: us live yeah we're good we're good man the fact that the kings are five and five shout out to the kings man just for even getting there baby <laughs> all right
2: man well,
1: hey hey, hey. Uh, we have some real ones so I, was, I was briefly at the warriors rockets very briefly very briefly got some real ones fans there. like hey real ones real ones so if anybody want to say anybody any of our sack fans want to say what's up man I- i'll holla man i'll see y'all tonight man but um that was another edition of uh real ones Mm. Um, make sure you check us out every Mondays and Thursdays, Uh, Matt Hooper Mondays um, and Thursdays. We have not got a name for Thursdays yet. I'm going to keep it a stack with you. Um, But, um, you know, in the meantime, make sure you check out uh, Mismatch. Make sure you check out Group Chat. Make sure you check out um, Higher Learning. Make sure you check out Black Girl Songbook
2: with who? Roger Bell. Town legend, Danielle Smith.
1: Make sure you check out 60 Songs That Define the 90s. Make sure you check out R2C2 with who? Bell?
2: Vallejo Legend, The Crestside Clown. C.C. C, Sabathia.
1: Mm, we will see you guys on Thursday. Holla!